is Dan Dan, Board Game Man, with this week's Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. Each episode, I'm going to give you a topic for the list and give you my picks for the top five of that list. So, while talking with Steven a while back, he brought up the idea of revisiting a few ideas that I've kind of done in the past. And a few of them were the kind of the top five games for beginners, or, or basically those are the people wanting to get into tabletop board games. And then following it up with a top five mid-levels, or, or next, you know, kind of the next step games, then the top five advanced games. So initially, uh, one of my top five lists was probably one of the first things I ever did was like top five gateway games, which is basically kind of introductory or things that you want to give people the, the next step or, or really get them to, to get that that buzz or that feel, that tickle of board games. So I think it's a perfect time to do my top five gateway games uh, 2022 edition. So as a r- reminder, way back in 2018, my top five gateway games were uh, Catan, Carcassonne, Sushi Go Party, Las Vegas, and Ticket to Ride. They're still great games, uh, but those were my list back then. So I thought for today's top five list for the games for beginners, I'd like to get into games that were released in the last four to five years. So probably really four years. So I decided to keep the BGG ratings also below two and the playtime below 90 minutes. So again, I'm going to go uh, since it was 2018, I went from 2018 to today with the BGG uh, kind of not the rating below two there, kind of the weight rating below two, not their overall, uh, you know, what people rated the games, but the weight of the game below two. And again, it'll blow 90 minutes because party games. Uh, and so party games also, they, they can probably, probably be a little bit of an exception to the 90 minute rule because they usually can always go longer than 90 minutes. But anyway, that's just kind of a guide I went to. Now, I've often said there's no such thing as someone who doesn't like to play games. I just think they just haven't been introduced to the right game to scratch that itch of fun because I think there's a genre or a type of game for everybody, whether it be party game, euro game, card game, drafting, heavy, light, war game, and so on and so on and so on. So so when you think of beginner or gateway, you also want people to get the feel for something more than just roll and move games, which kind of a lot of us of that certain age or a lot of the games that you see as kind of the introductory games are all roll and move with no real actual decisions uh, or very, very few actual decisions in the game. So you also want people to have something to do, but not too much uh, that it's overwhelming. And also you want them to have very little downtime. And also these games should be taught in about 10 minutes because much more than that, you're going to get that glassy-eyed look of doom. Uh, And I'm also trying to make sure all these games that I mentioned that I put on this list are in print so that you can get any of the games I mentioned if you think they would fit in there. Now, some games that I get excluded, just mentioned a couple that got excluded were because they were before uh, 2018. Uh, Splendor and Azul were both before 2018. And I know Marvel Splendor came out in 2020. That still feels like a, a cheat. But hey, by all means, Marvel Splendor is a great game and so is Azul. Uh, but they, you know, this list... Actually, this list kind of thought it was going to be a pretty hard list, but I do have a decent amount. So I've got, you know, as usual, I've got more than just five games because I've got a little bit uh, of kind of a couple of honorable mentions. And then each one of these kind of categories, I've got a couple of more. But uh, without further ado, let me get into some of these. So my my uh, my kind of my also ran or honorable mention. So there's Slide Quest. Uh, that's kind of a dexterity game. And it plays from basically one, well, probably two to four players. You can play it by yourself, but basically with an introductory two to four players and it's dexterity. And you're trying to get kind of a little pawn from one side to the other. And uh, there's a lot of different, there, there's, I think there's 20 different levels. So as you're kind of moving, uh, you know, a meeple or things around, you're, everyone's on their side of the box has a little lever that they're kind of moving up uh, with each other to try and get things to move around. 
There's also a game uh, from the same uh, company that brought you Azul is Reef. Uh, this is a, kind of an abstracty game, but very easy to teach and play. Uh, you're basically just drafting a card and then you're getting kind of all these different colored pieces and different shape pieces form uh, to form a coral reef on your little player board. And then you'll score depending on some of the cards that you've drafted along then. And kind of there's a kind of a 3D puzzle in there. And another abstract, I kind of try to keep a little, most of the abstract games off this list, even though they are very light and some of them are very fun. And these I've mentioned are all under that weight of two, so they're very lighter weight. Nova Luna uh, is another amazing strategy, kind of, uh, you know, lighter strategy game where you're basically just drafting a tile and kind of where you're putting the spatial puzzle, depending on uh, how many of the different colors next to each other, you're going to score or or cover up different uh, kind of uh, things you're trying to accomplish, a certain amount of blue or, uh, or red or orange, the different tiles there. So let's get into my number five. My number five is Scarabia. Now, Scarabia is basically everybody kind of knows, uh, or everybody, more, I'd say just about everybody, I don't want to generalize, but just about everybody knows things about polyominoes or Tetris pieces, or almost everybody's played Tetris in some form or another. Uh, and Scarabia basically is everybody has the same board setup. You set up the board, your board uh, before the game so that everybody has the same setup. And then you're flipping over a card, and the card will have a, uh, a polyomino piece or a Tetris piece, and then you've got to put it onto your board. Now, now, your board's going to have different scarabs uh, in different places, and you're trying to enclose the scarabs into uh, four, three, two, or one spaces uh, around there that are completely enclosed. Now, the, as long as they are four or less, you're going to get, or I think it's three or less, that you're going to have those points. Uh, you're going to put those those little things on a scarab, little uh, point chits on a scarab. And then once you go through this whole deck of all the different shapes of the polyamino shapes, you, then you're going to add up your score. It plays in about 15 minutes. You can teach it in two seconds, and then you're just going to want to play it again. So really good game there, Scarabia by Blue Orange Games. Then I, number four, I'm going to talk about roll and write games. So I've got a few roll and write games that I wanted to talk about real quick. Some of them can get a little bit heavier and some of the lighter ones are a little bit older, but I've got three here uh, that I wanted to talk about. So a newer one that came out, Long Shot the Dice Game, which is basically your uh, you're basically your, your horse racing game as a roll and write. Uh, a very fun game that just came out this year by Chris Handy uh, and Perplexed. Uh, real fun game. You can play up to uh, eight players. One eight players plays in, again, about 20 to 30 minutes. And just a real fun roll and write game. Uh, another kind of flip and write game, which is in that same genre, is Welcome To. Uh, this is an amazing game and you play up to as many players as you have sheets. So you can play this up to 100 people and it doesn't play very long. It's about 30 minutes. And basically as you're flipping over these cards one side will have uh kind of a symbol and the other side will have a number and then you're trying to you, you you're basically making up uh you're putting numbers onto the different uh, neighborhoods and then depending on how you put the fences out there and other scoring areas then you're going to score uh, there so very very light very very easy and then i went a little bit heavier for this but it's still not really that heavy that's pretty clever which is gonshan clever which was the original uh wolfgang warsh uh kind of roll and write there's this kind of, uh, even though it's, you know, it's it's not really much heavier than anything like Yahtzee. Everybody knows Yahtzee or knows how to play Yahtzee generally. So this kind of introduces kind of car uh, dice drafting and then kind of filling in spaces on your board. Now, it may look a little intimidating at first, the sheet that you're using. But once you get used to or know what the symbols are, it's really, again, you could teach this one in less than 10 minutes and get it to play. You know, it's maybe a little heavier of the three, but very, very great game for beginners. Now, my number three, I'm going to put in some party games here. And I'll go through these quick. Uh, so Clover, this is a game that came out, I think it was late last year or early this year. This is an amazing game by Repos Production and Francois Romain. Uh, what you've got, so everybody has this kind of clover-shaped uh, kind of player board that you've got there. And there's you have four 
four by four, or basically, I say four by four, but they're basically squares and they've got four words around the outside, you know, the four uh, sides of it. And then you're going to put those on your board and you're going to, on the outside, it looks like a clover. So picture kind of like, uh, kind of a four leaf clover with, and there's two kind of each one of the sides there is, uh, the side encompasses two of those sides of those four, uh, different uh, cards that have the no- uh, words on them. And then on your, what you're going to do is you put your cards in there and you're going to try and think of a word that goes with the two words that are on that side. So you're writing on the four different sides of your little board, you know, dry erase board there. And then you're put, trying to get other people to guess how to put those four cards in the right order. And then you'll put in a, you know, when they're guessing, there's going to be a fifth kind of dummy ones uh, to throw them off a little bit. So you're going to write clues on the outside. So it's, think of it kind of like a uh, next evolution of code names. So in kind of a way that you're giving clues and then you're going about those, you know, trying to get people to guess the words there. Very, very fun. Very quick to play. Again, 30 minutes and it takes so quick to, to explain. Uh, Medium also came out in the last few years. Medium is an amazing uh, party game as well. This came out in 2019 uh, by Graven Games uh, and, and Storm Chaser Games, which is uh, Danielle, Lindsay, uh, and Nathan. Very great game. This is one of my favorite party games. Uh, again, you're kind of going around the table and you're, you're two people are putting a card with a word down and then they're trying to figure out what is the medium or the go between from those two words and you'll say three, two, one, and then you'll, uh, you know, say the word that goes between. If you say different words, then you go again. Cause you're trying to, there's three different levels of uh, points that you can get. You go again and go- going off those two new words that you just said, and, and you get three chances to try and get the same word, uh, from there. Just an absolutely great game. One of the more classic, uh, party games out there right now, letter jam and just one or two kind of word games, very fun games there as well. And then, uh, finally, on the party games, uh, look up for a letter. I'll have, uh, you know, if you want uh, some links to some of these, I'll, I'll have them up a little later. I don't want to give away the list on on the show notes, but uh, you letter jam and just one, look those up as well. And then Micro Macro Crime City. I'm going to put this one as kind of a party game as you play this. You can play this with a larger, uh, you know, larger set of players. You've got a big old kind of map out there. And then there's different, uh, there, there are different kind of challenges or, or you're trying to solve crimes and things like that. So you'll have a, uh, a couple of cards that will explain what the crime is. And then you're looking where all this, just the map is just amazing with all these little kind of drawings of people and such. And then you can solve these little crimes, uh, you know, these little puzzles that they've got in, on the cards just by looking at this big map. And, and it's called Micro Macro because that is, you know, you're really kind of using a, a uh, you know, kind of a, a, a a microscope to kind of look under or look on this whole map to try and find what you're looking for with the clues and figure out what's going on. And it's amazing how these stories kind of unfold. And there's a, a few different expansions to their uh, crime city full of uh, micro macro crime city. Full house is an amazing uh, an amazing expansion. So I think they've got two expansions out there, but just a real, real fun game. Can't, can't stress enough how, how great it is. Another one where you kind of get people into that feeling, especially part of games are great for this because when you're not really focused on just yourself, uh, you know, trying to make all the decisions or, or play the game by yourself, you can really get, uh, you know, you can really scratch that itch for people to, to play games or, or basically kind of get that stigma of the games uh, down a little bit, you know, make it a little bit easier for them to get into. And how's my number three? Basically, party games. So we're just getting to number two. This is kind of your intro kind of Euro ideas, but they are very, very light. Now, I put them at two because I I, I want to put these two games at one potentially, but I just think that there's a little, there's that one extra step that doesn't make it as beginner-ish, but it, I mean, granted, 
very, very light and very beginnerish. Uh, and I think they're great gateway games, uh, but they're not quite what I think my number, what, what, uh, the games that'll be at number one. So the intro to Euro ideas. First thing I've got here is Cascadia. Now in 2022, this is going to be, this is nominated for the Spiel des Jahres, which is basically, uh, the Germany's game of the year award. Uh, and it is well, well, well deserved. It's you, you're, you have, uh, everybody's got their own kind of, uh, you know, landscape that they're producing. You start off with a, a three hex tile and then you're drafting these hex tiles. And when, what happens? is there'll be a hex tile and then there'll be a round disc that's an animal disc you know every one of the tiles has from one to i believe it's one to three or four different uh animals that will be on that tile and that's where those discs will go and now every one of the animals depending on what card you use they all score a different way every game uh so basically all you're doing in your in your turn is basically drafting a uh you know basically drafting a tile and then and getting the corresponding a uh, corresponding animal token, uh, animal chit, and then you're putting them into your little seascape, you know, your little worldscape, uh, landscape uh, there in your tableau, and you're and you're trying to keep the landscapes, you know, you know kind of the longest road, sort of speaks, so the longest landscape of the same type will score at the end, and then each one of the animals will score. So it's just that has that extra little bit that I think kind of keeps it out of number one for the the, the best intro to beginner games, uh, but it is an uh, absolutely amazing for anybody that even has a, wants to scratch the itch of playing games. It will keep you coming back for more, and it is an amazing game. The other one with the intro to your ideas is Quacks of Quedlinburg. Uh, this is kind of introduces you to ba- bag building and kind of push your luck, introducing players to that. Uh, again, it's very, very light, but there's a, a little bit of, uh, you know, some gamerness to it that may keep it from the number one, but it's just such a great game. I played this with my, with my kids and, and, and my wife. Uh, these is just great intro games and they're kind of lighter to medium games, but they absolutely, I'm gamers, but they absolutely love this one where you're basically just drawing chits from the bag and then you're deciding whether you push your luck and then you're going to to decide what you want to buy to put more chits into your bag. So kind of, uh, and then there's some scoring that's involved in there and such, but very, very easy to get into again, quick to teach, uh, easy to learn and absolutely great, great game. And, uh, some good expansions there too. And that's quacks of Quedlinburg. So my number one, I've got three here at number one, basically card games, uh, with, with drafting is pretty much going to be your number one way to get, you know, beginners into gaming because all you got to do is you make one easy decision generally in a lot of these, in these three games. So first one, and probably really my number one, these other two are really good because they're like one B and one C, but my number one is seven wonders architects. Now this is a, a newer game that came out, uh, this year. Uh, or late last year, early this year, and in, in tw- in late, late 2021 or 2022. Now, uh, you can probably think, well, you know, wasn't Seven Wonders all the same? No, this one is kind of a bit different. Everybody's got their wonder they're working on, and it starts un, you know, un, uh, un, unconstructed. And then you're drafting a card. You've got either the middle deck of cards, or you've got a deck of cards to your left and a deck of cards to your right. And you see what's face up in those two decks. And then basically every one of your wonders is either going to be drafting uh, two, three, or four cards, or having two, three, or four cards in your tab tableau that are either equal or unequal. And that's how you're going to construct your wonder. There's not really much more than it's a couple ways with, you know, war, which is very easy to teach. Again, you can teach this one in about five to 10 minutes at most, and everyone's going to get a little bit different of a wonder and have a little bit of player power. So it's a little introductory to that as well, but this is such an easy game to get into and play that it'll just bring that next level of seven wonders. Cause then you may be able to step up to seven wonders duel or, or just regular seven wonders and such, but seven wonders architects, just an amazing game. Also, uh, another game I wanted to mention was Sub Astral. That's by uh, Matt Riddle and Ben Pitchback and Renegade Game Studios. This plays for two to five players. Again, 30 minutes, easy to teach. All you're really doing, uh, there's going to be a tableau of cards from, uh, I believe that's from one to six or one to eight. 
uh, I think it's one to six is one to six level different cards. And then you're basically going to, you're, you're going to play a card from your hand that has a number from one to six on it. And you're going to basically be playing it depending on where you play it down. You can either take uh, all the card you, you decide to go to, if it's going to the left, you're going to either take, uh, you can either draw that many cards depending on how many, where you put it, or you're going to be putting cards. Are you going to draw those cards into your hand? Or if you go to the right to one of the stacks, you're going to be putting those cards into your tableau. So it's kind of a push and pull. You don't want to play all the cards in your hand. Uh, you know, you don't want to play them all because then you're really kind of stuck or, uh, or you're also kind of want to get certain cards that you want to get because depending on how many cards of each type and how you kind of have your, uh, your little tableau set up, that's how the scoring comes in. Again, scoring is very easy to explain, uh, especially once you're playing it. Another one of these games where you can play it in 15 minutes and then just right away, once everybody absolutely knows what they're doing, you just shuffle up and play it right again. But Sebastian, just basically, again, drafting and laying cards, just an easy concept. There's very little downtime uh, and it's very, very fun. Very, very, uh, again, it's very uh, gateway and fun to play. I can't say enough about this this game as well. And my last one that I wanted to mention uh, is another game that came out uh, in 2019. And uh, I kind of mentioned this one uh, recently on uh, Munchkin Land because they're putting out another skin for this, a Pokemon skin for this. But this is Point Salad. This one is by AEG. Uh, this one, again, came out in 2019 by Molly Johnson, uh, Robert Melvin, and Sean Stankovich. Uh, basically, all you're really doing is you're kind of either drafting uh, a, a vegetable card to put in your tableau, or you're going to be drafting a scoring card to, that helps score depending on uh, what it is. So there's basically, uh, you're going to have one side is going to have one side's going to have your vegetables and the other side's going to have your, your points, uh, you know, your point determination, like could be whether it be sets of cards or certain types of, uh, you know, certain types of vegetables and stuff. So you're drafting one or the other, and you're putting that in front of you. And that's the whole game. And, and, uh, just some, something so simple that you would think that, oh my God, how, how did I never come up with this? But such a simple game, simple concept and real easy to get into and so easy to teach. So that would be another one of my number one way again, drafting there. So let me go over them real quick in case anybody wants to hear them again. So I'll go these quick. Number five, Scarabia. Number four, your roll and rights. Long shot, the dice game. Welcome to, and that's pretty clever. My number three, party games. So Clover, medium, letter jam, just one, and micro macro. And number two, your kind of intro to the Euros, the Cascadia and Quacks of Quedlinburg. And your number one, kind of the drafting type, card drafting, very easy. Seven Wonders Architects, Subastral and point salad so thanks for joining me this week on top five express board games edition if you have any questions or you want to tell me what you had as your top five games for beginners so i'm sure i forgot one i, I always forget something simple that i just can't remember uh, please feel free to comment on this episode on majorsplorers.com or on twitter or you can go to their site for tons of other great podcasts and content by steven and the rest of the major Explorers crew as always i'm dan dan the board game man and you can find me at geek jock dan on twitter and on the geek all stars podcast i'll be back soon with more board game top five goodness of course next time i'll be doing the top five kind of mid-level games or games for after getting into you know getting that itch or the bug getting a bug scratch for beginners uh but until then grab a new board game and have some fun with family and friends this podcast is copyright 2022 by major spoilers entertainment llc 